Hey guys, and welcome to Quick Convos Podcast with yours truly, Yishana, a podcast about all things life. Each week, we'll discuss different topics dealing with relationships, parenting, our careers, education, and situations involving you guys, the listeners. Now let's get into it. Okay guys, hi, and welcome to Quick Combos Podcast. Today our topic is going to be discussing the age you think your child or children should be ready to leave home and live on their own. So today our, my guest is going to be my husband Thomas, and we're going to be giving our different perspectives and points of views on this. Here we go. So Thomas, at what age do you think your children need to be when it comes time for them to leave the nest? Uh, me personally, I love around like 18, 19 years old. So I, I give or take like 20. Why 20? Um, I think that's a, a age where, you know, your kid can kind of find their trade or kind of have an idea of what they want to do in life, whether it's in college and, you know, statistically by 20 they should be in their second year of college so they should have you know their basics out of the way already and kind of have an idea of like what they want to do in life or if not then they should have a job already but do you think their maturity plays a role in all that it does and it also was the upbringing it plays a role in it because my parents well my dad his thing was when you turn 18 you out the dough and that was just a his old old school upbringing I don't know. I feel like some of that's cultural, too, because my mom's thing was like, oh, as soon as you graduate high school, I'm going to have your bags waiting at the end of the stage. Like, you going as soon as you turn 18, as soon as you graduate high school. You think some of it's cultural? Because one of our listeners had posted on the Instagram. She was saying she's Filipino and their culture is you you can stay home forever. Well, I have some family members that do. And, you know, not knocking them at all. Like, if, if that's what works for them and that's what works for their parents then so be it. But I know my dad personally, like I was hella nervous when I, you know, on my 18th birthday, I'm like, man, he about to kick me out. <laughs> I don't know what I got going with myself. Where I'm going to go. <laughs> none of it. None of it. Now, granted, I knew I was going to Texas Southern, you know, for, for a pharmacy major. But by my second year in, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it, that became a, a difficult thing, but I did land on my feet. That's funny, because it's like, you're like, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And you stressing about trying to finish school. And then you stressing because you really be believing that your parents going to kick you out. Most definitely. So I think the other thing is like, it's going to be the children's maturity. And then economically, because I feel like right now, how times are now, it's not the same as it was. Back in the day, it was easier. Homes were cheaper. You know, it was easier to acquire things but now it's so expensive so most people do stay home Mm -hmm. and live with their whole family or they'll find like a house that's big enough you know to Mm -hmm. for the whole family to be comfortable because financially it's just easier that way so do you feel like if if it comes down to that it still would be okay for the girls to stay home with their own families no not with their own family (laughs) because i mean they're gonna have another man under my roof who thinks you know that he gonna rent my house and that's just not gonna work now, ideally, like, if, you know, looking at the American dream, if both my girls go to college and they finish their four-year degrees as long as they in school, I'm, I'm fine with them staying until they finish their degree. You know, I'm fine with them. 
you know, coming home for the summers, coming home for the holidays and, and breaks breaks and things of that nature. I'm fine with that. Uh, but, but most definitely, they're going to have to find a summer job. But they can't live at home with their own husbands no, and families. No, 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 That's too much testosterone. Because but economically, like, what if it's too much money to for them to go out on their own, even with both parents working, you know, with having college degrees or trades? What if they just financially cannot do it? No, we're going to have to help. I'll help my kids find, find a way to rent something that's, that's in their budget. Because the thing about it is, as a man, you don't want to look at another man and say, I want to do this in this home where you got to go to the grandfather and say, hey, I would like this for for this house. But mm-hmm. this man, he didn't grandfather this home in. Yeah. You can't tell another man how to run his house and you can't tell another man how to run his family. Right. So grandparents are different. So, it, and you know, if I'm looking, you know, in future time, it might be a lot of stuff I let my grandkids get away with that their dad might not. And then that's going to bump heads. And what he's telling me, he's trying to tell me how to raise his, my kids in his house. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that would be a move for me personally. So let me ask you this. Okay, so if they were to move out, they're doing great on their own, they, they're established, they got a home, but then economically, financially, some things happen and they need to come back home. Would you be opposed to that? Yeah, because I know it's not a, a permanent situation. You like would if, be opposed to it or you wouldn't? No, I'll be for it because I know it's not a permanent situation. Now, if it's just, you know, they falling hard on their luck and they need a place to stay while they get their bread up, then right. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that because we had our, you know, my, you was grateful enough to let my parents do that. Right. You know, their house is getting remodeled. You let them, you know, come stay with us. I didn't got... let them we. Well, you're right. It, it was a team effort. But the thing about it is whether it was their house being remodeled or our house being remodeled, it right. would have been the same. But we both knew it wasn't a permanent situation. I wish they would have stayed. Nah, they good. <laughs> they good right at home. Okay, so then the biggest thing is going to be, are you going to put a time frame on it? Because here's the thing. I feel like sometimes when you stay with people, I don't care if it's your kids, your cousin, your sister, your brother, whoever. You know, it's like things are going good at first. And then all of a sudden, the littlest thing that people do, it starts to annoy you. Or like things that you do may annoy them. And it's like, you know, they're saying you wear out your welcome. That's fine. So then it's like, even with your own children, how do you determine, okay, you done came back home. I understand you need to get on your feet. You need some help. But how do you determine when it's time to go? Do you make them sign a contract? I was reading that like some family members actually make their kids or their sister's brother, whoever, actually sign like a lease agreement no. that they're going to pay them and that they're going to be out by this time. Long as I long as I understand they plan and, and they show me that they planned is they bond and I wouldn't go to that extent. You know, like if my, if, you know, for whatever reason, they're like, man, school ain't working for me, but I'm trying to find, you know, a steady job. I just need a place to stay, you know, while I get a couple of checks. Cool, we can do that. But as long as I know that plan is coming through mm-hmm. and they're not doing no no BS with their money that they supposed to be saving, mm-hmm. then I'm cool with that. I don't have to feel like I have to take legal action against my own kids. Like, I would never want to put that on my child. I saw some stuff online where one, um, this person, was saying that, you know, basically they were still living at home and they were working, but they just hadn't moved out. And, like, their parent went and got an eviction letter. Like, got it signed and everything and had them served to be evicted. I, I think that's kind of low. Like, I think that's low because 
I mean, but what if they wouldn't go? Like, what if the parent feels like, okay, you have a good job. Like you can afford to live on your own. You know, I raised you, you can make it like, it's time for you to go. You're not paying any bills here. You're not contributing to nothing. It's time for you to go. You just start helping them pack up their stuff. Exactly. But in this case, this parent went and got an eviction letter and did a formal filing for eviction. To me, that's kind of deep. I don't think I'll go to that extent. I, I think it'd be more so of, hey, get in the car. Let's go apartment, uh, no, apartment hunting. No, let's, let's look at some houses that's for rent. But you know, some some people are stubborn. Like, to them, that's, that is not enough to get them out. <laughs> it's going to be enough to get them out when I drop them off. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Would you be willing to help them with bills to get them out? If it's a matter of like finances and let's say the girls turn 30 and they still at home, would you be willing to help them with bills, rent? I help them with some food. <laughs> you got to pay your own bills. I mean, because my parents did that for us. You know, well, we spent all our money on bills and, you know, like, man, look, we need something to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it'd be like day 11 out of 14 for the paycheck to come through. Right. And they'll give us a couple of dollars to hold us over. And it right. was predominantly for food. Right. So if it's for that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. So they got to pay their bills and you'll feed them. I'll feed them. <laughs> I'll feed them. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, that's the thing. One thing is like, this is kind of off topic, but I feel like as people, sometimes we're scared to ask for help or we're scared to admit that we've had help. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is like, they're your kids regardless of how old they get, they're going to always need you. They're going to always need your help. It's going to so, be daddy's baby. Yeah, right. You know, like even I'm about to be 28 next month, but my mom still calls me her little man. And <laughs> I'm five nine, you know, 250 plus, And she's five one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she still call me her little man. I'm like, mom, j- yes, ma'am. And just leave it. You little Cause, cause I, Exactly. I, I understand <laughs> where she's coming from. So when it comes to preparing them, what do you feel like, as a parent, you need to do to prepare your child to be able to go out into this world, to be able to sustain, make it on their own, and be able to survive financially, mentally, emotionally. You teach them at, you teach them independence at a young age, and then you give kids game. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, But wait, so like you say give them game, but it's I don't know, it's different because you have to think about it. The way we grew up is not going to be the same. They're, and they may not be experiencing things the way we did growing up. So it's like, what well, we're teaching them, yeah, we can teach them these things, but does it mean that they're going to be able to apply it in, the, in due time? Well, that, that just, once you teach them their independence and they get mature, then they know how to flip our understanding, our game into their world. You know, because my dad, how my dad came up and how he made money is the same way that we do. And the same way that we function, but at the same time, the life lessons he taught me and, you know, how to manage money and, you know, maybe if you want to invest, you can invest into this. That's still, that's still worldwide. It's still, it's, it's untimely. If you look at Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett looked at, you know, articles from 1969 on stocks and trades, mm-hmm. but it's 2000, it's two, it's 2020. Yeah. So obviously when it comes to dinner money, it's, it's, it's going to revolve the same way around from 1969 to 2020. So, because- you know, there's some children who they've lived at home. They've always had the option to come home or live at home. So, like, they never really have to be out, per se, on their own. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my thing is, like, how do you, how do we prepare them? Especially because we're parents and we love them and we don't want any harm to come to them. We don't want to see them struggle. We don't want to see them hurt. But at the same time, we want them to be independent. We want them to be able to, you know, hold their own and 
if we die tomorrow, they can sustain and still be able to make it in life. That's why you teach them independence at a young age. Like now, I tell you know, I tell my oldest, like, hey, if you hungry, go in there and make you some cereal. If you're hungry and there's something in the refrigerator, put it on the plate. I'll put it in the microwave. I'll take it out. See, for but you. I'm guilty because I go in there like, and I make it for them. No, I won't do that because <laughs> it's it's one of those things. I'm not gonna you're not gonna use me as a crutch all your life. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be a time where. I might be asleep and you hungry. You're not going to just sit there and starve until daddy wake up. No, like I'm able to actually go in there and make me something to eat. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel a certain way because they're, they're my babies. They are, but at the same time, they got they, they have to go out the nest. Now, granted, whether it's 12 years from now, whether it's 10 years from now, whether it's, hell, 20 years from now, eventually got to go out the nest and we got to teach them those lessons to say, okay, I'm okay. To Honey, I'm going to be that parent that's going to be like, you $50 short on your light bill and your rent. Here's $200. Like, pay your bill and go buy yourself a treat. That's going to be me. And some, sometimes it's okay, but not all the time. Sometimes it's fine, but not like I said, not all the time. Like, my parents, like, they taught me at a young age. Like, I'm to the point now where as, as a person and as a man, I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I know how to wash my clothes. I know how to fold my clothes. I know how to iron my clothes. <laughs> I know how to do my daughter's hair. I know how to wash, uh, shampoo it, <laughs> condition it, put in a ponytail, all that stuff. And it's just one of those things, like like you say, you know, you just don't know. So I'm not going to just rely on my wife or rely on my mother to get my daughters ready. Right. You know, if, you know, God forbid it. Hell, even if you're just sleepy, I know I can go get my girls ready for school. Right. And it's just those, those simple things that you can teach to your kids. Okay, look, while daddy do your hair, you got to put your shoes on. You got to, you know, brush your teeth. You got to wash your face. You know, make sure that your backpack good to go. And those are small stuff that teach them independence. True. True. I agree. I think my biggest thing and my biggest fear for myself is, like, I don't want to be a smotherer. Like, I don't want to shelter them. You hear, like, wild stories about kids whose parents sheltered them, you know, coddled them their whole life. And then, like, they go off to college and it's their first time being independent and living on their own or doing anything on their own without the parent being there. And then like, they go buck wild. Mm -hmm. Like that's my fear. So I feel like that's why I have to mentally prepare myself so that way I can prepare them to be able to sustain and be able to live on their own. And then finance financially, like your kids depend on you for oh so long, but at what point do you start teaching them like, okay, you have X amount of dollars. You you need to save and spend a little, save some more, spend a little, you know, be wise with your money. It's a hell of a metaphor, but it's going to stay on topic. It's like fishing. Mm-hmm. You're going to cash your kids out. Let them sit. If you feel like they, they tugging a little bit, then, then reel them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let them know that you still got their back. You still on the line if they need it. But let, let the bait stay out there. Let them bump their head. See how life goes. Because... My parents didn't shelter me. Like, they sheltered me from some stuff, but not everything. Like, my mom took me to where she grew up mm-hmm. on a weekend basis. You know, then I hung out my friends from where my mom grew up. Mm-hmm. My dad took me to where he grew up on a, on a you know, weekly basis. So, it was, I never forgot where my parents came from. I never forgot their upbringing. Right. And it was situations where I would want to go out to parties in high school. And my parents were like, look. You need to call me, check in with me. If you don't call me and check in with me, you're not going out next weekend. Right. So it was one of those things as a person, like, okay, if all my mama asking to just say, call and say, hey, mama, I'm still at this party. I'm Gucci. And then that, that's cool. That's fine. But the moment I didn't check in, the moment I didn't tell my mom I was coming home, I couldn't go out next weekend. Right. So it was one of those things, like, they gave me my freedom. 
and it goes back to the metaphor of fishing. You know, if I did fine with fishing, like if I, you know, if I did fine, if I checked in, they left me out. The moment I didn't check in, they start reeling back in. Right. So I think the biggest thing is it's us preparing them and us knowing when they're ready Mm -hmm. to go out. Because, like, we have two girls. So we know that between those two girls, we know who's going to be ready and who's not. And I feel like I kind of have an idea of who will be, who will go first and who will be staying behind for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, as a parent, it's you have to know. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of eyeball it, know your child, know what your child is capable of. Because a lot of us as parents, we try to act like we don't know that our children are bad or sneaky or this or that. Mm-hmm. It's parents who swear up and down. Oh, my Johnny wouldn't do that. <laughs> but Johnny on video camera tape doing it. Right. You know, right. And they'll see it and still swear up and down. Johnny didn't do it. But when it comes to, to the point of moving out, like sometimes you might not know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. You know, parents have a pet peeve that really just drives on your skin. But as, you know, their child, you won't bring it to their attention. You know, because as your parent, you love them. You don't want to, even as a kid, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. So it might be a situation where we might have a pet peeve and they're at the age where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to leave and move out, do my own thing, you know, be under my own roof, under my own rules. So, I mean, we you might not know. You know, that, that our kid, they say... Might leave second, might leave first. You never right. know. But before that time hits, we got to, you know, prep our kids to be independent and self-sufficient. Okay, so some of our listeners weighed in on this as well. And one of them said that they feel like their children will be ready when they have a job and they're able to, but they're not against them staying home as long as they need to. So then it makes me wonder, okay, like, what's need to? I understand. Like, and, and it goes back to the economy struggle. Like, if my kid making $10 an hour, like, granted, to them, that's a nice little piece of change. Like, we know $10 an hour is not going to put a roof you over your head, mm-hmm. have a car, you know, and then put food on the table. Like, that's not going to... Maybe that's if not you got, like, it. six roommates. <laughs> that could be. That could be. But even as a parent, you'll be nervous about the roommates, you know? True, true. So, I mean, if it... Like, my parents' thing, like, as long as you working or going to school, like, he was fine. Mm-hmm. That was their thing. Like, if, if you're going to school, you're good. If you're working, that's cool. And I did both. And so, to them, if I wanted to stay, that was fine. But we had our own family. And it was one of those things, I'm not going to have my own family, you know, and I'm not living under the same roof. Right. So, another listener mentioned, they said, when their children are ready financially and mentally, which I like, that's smart, mentally, they will always be welcome to come back, but they need a game plan. You did it once, so I know you can do it twice. That's real. That's real. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. Just just let me know the plan. If you let me know the plan, I'm good. So I guess it's safe to say that how you know when your children are ready is, is when you know. Because you know your kids. You know your child. You know your children. You know when they're ready. You know when they're not ready. You know what their strengths are. You know what their weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. You know even, what they even, need help with and what they don't need help with. Even with all that, you still, you still probably don't know when they're ready, though. You know what I'm saying? Like... You might feel like they are ready, but they don't leave. Then you might feel like they're not ready, but they do. True. So, so like I said, it just goes back to the lesson that we What do you them. do if you feel like they're not ready and they go? That goes back to the metaphor of fishing. That's what it goes. It goes back to the metaphor of fishing. You go ahead and let them cast out. Let them, let them sit out. 
Let them see how they do. If they bump their head and struggle, help them out. Thomas, like, but if it can't one of be our repeated. girls try to go and I feel like they ain't ready, I'm going to be holding on to their leg. No. No, no, no. You got to let them go. <laughs> you got to let them go. No. It's like you, I understand that they have to go out and venture off into the world. They this That's the time when they, you, when they're more likely to find themselves, mm-hmm. to figure out who they are, what they really like, what they really don't like. Exactly. You know, so they come parent, into adulthood, and I want you, that. So, but, but I want to protect them as a parent, from all the trouble that comes with that. As a parent, would you hold them back from that, though? I, I know it's not right to hold them back, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I would try to reason with them. I would try to reason the hell out of reasoning with them. But at the same time, then more than likely, yes, I would let them go. But then, but I'd be if, watching like a hawk. And that you can watch like a hawk, but at the same time, don't keep pulling them back because that's you becoming a crutch. Oh, this is a hard conversation. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> my babies. They are. They are our babies. But at the same time, you don't want to be a crutch to them because if you catch them every time they fall, they just they just gonna fuck up and be like, oh, I know my, every time I fall, mama gonna catch me. No. Right. They gonna be like, mama. And it all goes back to that, you want them to have independence. Yeah. I ain't gonna catch you all the You're time. Right. You're right. Sometimes I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna watch you fall and that's okay because I will help you up. You're right, But I'm not gonna You're catch right. you all the time. You're right, daddy-o. You're right. It's a struggle. So guys, the key thing is to know when your children are ready, you know your children or your child. You know them. You know when they're ready. You know what they may need help with. You know what they may not need help with. But also, you have to start preparing them now. Don't wait to senior year. Oh, you got to get a job. Like, there's things they could do right now around the house. You can find chore lists for different ages on Facebook, on Pinterest, okay, and, and work up an allowance. Like, one of the things that we do for our girls is, especially for their birthdays. They get money for their birthday. I teach them now like, okay, you have X amount of dollars. You need to save a little and you can spend some, but save some because you, you may want something. You may want to go to the movies. You may want candy, McDonald's, whatever it is that you want. I'm going to ask you, where's your money? Even though, you know, y'all know we pay for it. We don't really take the money. We pay for it, but it's just instilling in them that thought process. Like, Oh, I got to know how much money I have. Oh, I got to save some money. Oh, I have, this coming up next week, so I'm going to need some money for it. I keep the cash on me. So <laughs> when they want to go to the store and get some candy, they say, that one candy, I'm going to say, okay, you spend two, $2 of your money, not daddy money. I'm going to get that straightened out. Anytime we step out and they got money, I'll make sure I bring it. Until they run out of money. Yep, and I let them know. Like, hey, look, you got $5 left. What you trying to get called set six forty four, <laughs> And that ain't trying to cover that dollar forty four cents. You know you be covering. I cover it, but I just let them know, like, hey, look, fun looking kind of kind of funny. <laughs> and they really believe it. <laughs> All right, guys. So make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Quick Combos. Weigh in. Let us know what you think about this conversation. Let us know what your thoughts are on when it's time for your children to leave the nest. And then tune in next week for next week's topic. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to know when a new episode drops. I'm really looking forward to sharing and interacting with you all.